This episode of the Case for Safety podcast is sponsored by Safety 2022. Welcome to the Case for Safety podcast. Our conversations with safety experts aim to share ideas and insights you can use to help your organization benefit from efforts to improve worker safety and health. I'm your host, Scott Fowler. We are just a few short weeks away from Safety 2022, and I am so excited to be speaking uh, with the gentleman that will be capping things off in Chicago as our closing keynote speaker. He is Devin Harris. Devin is a three-time Olympian, keynote motivational speaker, and founder of the Keep On Pushing Foundation, which supports and enhances the education of children in disadvantaged communities. Uh, Devin, welcome. It's so great to be speaking with you today. Hey, it's awesome to be spending time with you. Thank you for inviting me to share with the group. I am so excited and looking forward to it. Looking forward to having you at the conference. So as I was thinking about our conversation today, one of the things you touch on is the keep on pushing, the, na the name of your foundation. You know, life is always going to be throwing different things at you, but the key, you know, is to keep on pushing, keep on working towards your goals. And as I was thinking about back, you know, over, over the last couple of years and, you know, so much adversity and uncertainty in the world and thinking about our members in particular, you know, safety professionals who were tasked with taking on so much more responsibility with regard to the pandemic in addition to their regular work and the adversity that that's brought on. Thinking about it in, in the context of, of the environment of the last couple of years, how can you encourage people to keep on pushing in, in the face of, you know, whatever they might be faced with? Yeah, um, thanks for that, Scott. You know, so first of all, the, the term, the idea, the philosophy uh, is related to bobsledding, right? I'm a bobsledder man. That's as creative as I get, right? You're pushing the sled at the start of the race, and in a real way, you're, as you're heading on the track, you're still pushing against the ice conditions, the weather conditions, and, and you're also trying to do better than what you did on a previous run. So it's very similar to the success journey in life, I think, because we, as you just mentioned, have all of these, I call them uncontrollable events that take place in our lives that are you know, beating us left, right, and center. Um, and you have to find a way to get past them in order to achieve your goals. But in addition to that, I think a lot of people lose sight of the fact that you still have to, in order to not just survive, but thrive, the way you effectively deal with life challenges is by growing. You know, the, the, the skill set and knowledge that you have uh, only takes you to this point in your life. In order to get to the next level, you're going to have to upscale, man. You're going to have to go to U2.0 which means that you have to keep on pushing. And so that's the, the challenge uh, for all of us. And that's what I encourage all, all my audiences to do, to find ways to, uh, to be thinking about, you know, always growing, always getting better. Uh, something I saw in in a talk that you did that I loved, and this is kind of gonna set the stage for our, our later conversation too. You said every success story is underpinned by persistence, and I love that. And I think that that really gets to you know the the heart of what you're talking about with with, with the keep on pushing. So you know what is it about being persistent, no matter what you're faced with, that that is really going to be the key to your success. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm sure if we, we spend 30 seconds to think about it, yeah, there's no story, uh, personal or corporate, uh, of success 
where that person or that company, that group never had to deal with challenges. And what I know, what I've observed, what I know personally is that, um, you know, we set these goals and we're all excited and exuberant at the start and we, we rush off at 100 miles an hour because we're gonna go get it done. And then, you know, there's a little bump in the road and go, all right, fine. And you keep, you know, meeting a couple more bumps and those bumps kind of slow down the momentum a little bit. And then you get up, you know, you have to climb a couple of steep hills. And the excitement can wane because now, you know, it, it, it's this journey is kind of painful as well. But if you refuse to lose sight of the fact that, you know what, that goal that I want is on the top of that hill or on the other side of that hill, you're going to, you're going to persist. You're going to find a way to endure uh, regardless of how difficult it gets. You know, you, you, you're going to, you know, I, I talk about when I was younger and more sprightly and I would go for these long runs and I was exhausted, right? And my mantra was put one foot in front of the other, right? And I think if we adopt that kind of thinking in our lives, and I'm not, it's, it's painful, it's tedious, it's frustrating, but I promise you, if you find a way to persist by putting just one foot in front of the other man, yeah, you're going to get there. I'm glad you mentioned goals there because I know that that was something something you should talk about is choosing your goals carefully and choosing goals that give your life purpose and meaning. I wonder if you could touch a little more on that because you say, you know, you get all the excitement at the beginning, but yeah, I mean, and we all have, you know, short and, and long-term goals. So maybe the, the thought process that goes into, you know, choosing goals that are going to have that kind of purpose and meaning in your life. Yeah, you know, let me start with um, uh, referencing Stephen Covey, who talks about reaching the proverbial ladder of success, getting to the very top of it, and then realize that the ladder was leaned against the wrong wall, right? It's just like you put all this work and effort into achieving these goals, and you get there, and you go, oh, my, this, is this your all there is to it, you know? And that happens because sometimes we... We, we pursue goals that other people in our lives want, or our parents, or our friends, or our co-workers, right? Or we pursue goals that we think would be cool, that we think other people might, might think highly of us uh, if we achieve those goals. And it's not, and you obviously have the ability to achieve them, that's why you did, but at the end of it all, you feel empty because it doesn't speak to your heart. And so it's really important at the outset of this journey to uh, demonstrate a certain amount of self-awareness, like, hey, what do I really want? What, like, I, and I think in general, start with, what am I good at? What am I interested in? And, and if, I think if you start with that, uh, with that premise, the things that you're good at and you're interested in, um, you, and, and then you start projecting five or 10 years or 20 years down the road, uh, what your life could look like. Then you start to be able to figure out the goals that you need to go pursue, to, uh, to be able to live that life down the road. And that is the thing that resonates with you. And when it does, um, yes, as you start going over the bumps and start climbing the, the steep hills, the fact that this thing resonates with you, like it's like it gets to the point where you've got a hold of it and it, it has gotten a hold of you. It's like the two of you are inseparable. That makes the, the, the persistence piece easier. Not easy, <laughs> don't, 
that's easier because it's like, oh my God, I can't imagine my life without this thing anyway. So we're going to have to figure this thing out, you know, and it does, it really does give your life purpose though. And at the end you're like, yes, I did it. And it, it, you know, you're, you're exhausted, but it feels amazing. Another thing you, uh, you talk a lot about kind of tied in with, with the goals is pursuing excellence and not perfection. And I think about that a lot in, in terms of our memory, you know, they're working every day to, you know, make sure everybody goes home in the same condition that they arrived and, you know, always trying to improve safety and health for their workforce. But why is it so important to, you know, focus on achieving excellence rather than trying to be perfect? You know, so I'm a, I'm a reformed perfectionist. <laughs> so I kind of, I think I know what I'm talking about and I, I'll try and make this story short, but I, I, I learned this lesson in high school, running at the boys' championships in Jamaica with the goal of winning two gold medals and breaking one record and a desire to have nothing but gold. If I wasn't going to win gold, then I'm going to jog because I don't want silver or bronze. I'd rather not have my name listed there. And I walked away from those championships with nothing, empty-handed, completely empty-handed. And I realized in the end that, well, there's, if you think about the race, there's no way you can know whether or not you're going to win unless you try your darnest to the very end, right? And that's you giving up your absolute best, the excellence piece, as opposed to going, oh, I know I'm going to win. Watch me just jog to the line, right? Perfection, gold, gold, gold. And I think we tend to do that in our lives as well, where we, look, Striving for perfection is, is good in the sense that it really drives you. It's a, it's a r- real motivator, right? Because you, you want to be perfect, and so you put in the work. But what I know is that as human beings, we're flawed. We are in, inherently imperfect. And even when you achieve this thing that you think is perfection, perfectionism is going to say, no, that's not good enough, right? You could move a mountain, man, and perfectionism will go, well, yeah, you moved it, but it wasn't really that tall. It wasn't tall enough or you didn't move it far enough. And that demotivates you. That that really takes away the energy and your ability to keep on pushing. But man, can you do your best? Can you like in, in a given moment, okay, so your best in, a, in any given moment may not be outstanding, like, you know, earth shattering world record performance. But in the moment, that's the best you could do. And if you can do that, you can live with yourself. And, uh, and you can go, yeah, you know, I, that was my absolute best. And I live to do this again tomorrow and hopefully even improve on my best. You mentioned jogging there. So something you talk about that there are kind of three types of people, the, the non-starters, the joggers, and the pushers. And I thought that, that, I thought that was an interesting way, you know, looking at, you know, motivation, goal setting, that kind of thing. I wonder if we could talk a little bit, you know, kind of those three types of people and what distinguishes somebody from the non-starters, the joggers, and the pushers. Yeah, so I told you already, I'm a bobster. I'm not that creative. So this, I, I, I draw some bobster analogies as well. So the non-starters are like, if you think of a bobster track, those guys who don't even go to the start line, right? So in life, it, it, those people who, um, they don't, they, they rather sit home on the sofa uh, and, and watch the world go by because that, that in their mind, the world is too scary. You know, and so they 
they they live way below their potential. And then the joggers are the ones who are going, okay, you know, let me try, let me try a little bit, but they're not, they're not truly committed. Their, their, their efforts are half-hearted. They figure that if they try, but not too hard, they minimize the risk of failing and being laughed at and being ridiculed. Right, so it's kind of like going down the bobsled track. They figure, let me get off the top of the hill, but I won't push too fast. Not realizing that the track life doesn't really care how fast or slow you go. The 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 the, the road up ahead is still perilous, man. And so they live, yeah, this like the jog, like the non-starters, they live lives of quiet desperation, uh, you know, and 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 one of mediocrity. And then the pushers are the people who are going, you know, uh, they're going all out. They're fully committed. They look around and they see other people who are succeeding and they're going, well, their success doesn't suggest that I can't succeed. That's the success of that person suggests that, man, I have the same ability. I have the same opportunities. I can go succeed in my chosen field as much as they have in theirs. And so they are forever curious is, is the word I like to use about what it is that they could possibly accomplish in their lives if they just go after it, if they try. Going along with that, something you talk about pushers is that they're possibility thinkers. I thought that was really, is, is that what, what really separates them from the non-starters or the joggers is that they, you know, they don't think about what's holding them back. They think about all, all the possibilities of what they could achieve. Mm-hmm. Right. So when I talk about them being curious, it's like, what, what if I if I step out of my comfort zone, if I step out of this little area that I'm accustomed to, I wonder what's on the other side. And so you start to think about the possibilities. You start to, as you come across obstacles, you, instead of focusing on all the reason why you can't achieve this thing, you start to think about what could you possibly do in this moment to change that, to change the ending that your circumstances suggest, right? So you don't get hung up. You're not burying your head in the sand thinking as, oh, you know, positive thinking, Pollyanna kind of thinking. No, you're like, okay, this is a real issue. But instead of focusing on the problem, what are the possible solutions? That's where the possibilities begin to reveal themselves to you. Another part of that you talk about is not necessarily changing your goals, but the, you at times have to adjust and adapt your strategy. Is that, I mean, as far, as far as being a pusher, like, okay, this isn't, this isn't working. I need, I need to try something else. I mean, my goal hasn't changed, but how I'm going to get there needs to, if I'm going to achieve it. Yeah. Yeah. So I talk about that all the time that you must never give up. You must never give up. Right. And then I, then I say, you know, but successful people quit all the time. And you see the eyebrows get knitted like, huh? <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm like, yeah, they do, man. They quit all the time on the strategy, not the goal. You know, they, they, they keep their minds focused on the goal, but they recognize that sometimes the strategy that they're using isn't working and you need to do something different in order to get there. And I, and I like to draw the analogy of, yeah, like say you left your house to go to the supermarket and you drive down the street and there's construction, right? And they go detour. 
and then you so you make a left turn where you normally would go straight or make a right and then you see dead end and you have to or u-turn or whatever right so you you have to you know change your route you have to change the strategies that you would normally use to get to this destination in order to get to the destination it's the same thing with our goals as well you know you you plan your route and every now and again you have to change that route uh, invariably you're going to have to change the route in order to get to where you want to be you talk about the, the the five P's, and we've we've touched on a few. Though we talked about you know perception, purpose, and persistence. A couple other of those are, are personal leadership and people. I wonder if we kind of touch on those a little bit, and and you know the the role they play in the keep on pushing philosophy. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. So so personal leadership is well, you know, I, I ask audiences all the time, and I you know, and I throw this out. I mean, can you give something you don't have? And the answer is no, right? If you're not a person of value, can you pass value on to others? If you don't know how to, to, to go back to some of the conversations we, we had, how to keep on pushing, how to challenge yourself and get past those limitations, real or perceived that are in your way, uh, can you congruently and authentically encourage or challenge other people to do the same in their lives? And the answer is a big fat no. And so, you have to take on this idea of constant growth, right? We spoke about this earlier, actually, um, when I spoke about keep on pushing, that you have to grow. You have to be constantly growing because if you're not, then you're regressing at a rate faster than you can ever imagine. So personal leadership is, a, is about taking on this role of constant growth, always learning new skills, acquiring new knowledge, upgrading your existing skills. But, but there's, there's another side to this as well, and it's what, what I'm gonna call body learning or intra-learning. It's this idea of um, uh, developing those internal traits of like confidence and determination and you know, car, you know kind of quiet, self-assured personal strength, all of that is part of the process of, of personal leadership. And as you grow in all those areas, improving those, let's, shall I call them external skills, the ones you absolutely need to do to perform your job on those in and that internal growth, you become a more valuable person uh, to yourself and your team. And then speaking about team, recognizing that, you know, this journey, as much as it starts with you, each of us as individuals, it doesn't end and it cannot continue with, with just us. We need other people uh, to take the journey with us. No, no matter how motivated you are, man, you are going to need from time to time uh, someone to throw some ideas, uh, bounce some ideas uh, uh, against. You're, you're gonna need mentors, you're gonna need friends to encourage you uh, when you feel down, which you will. And quite frankly, you're going to need that friend as well to give you a swift kick up the, you know what, because again, no matter how motivated you are, every now and again, we, we fall off and you, you know, you need a friend to kind of shake you back into reality. So it starts with us. It doesn't end with, with, with just us. We need others. Absolutely. And I know that's such a big thing for, for our members. I mean, to improve safety and health at your organization, you have to have everybody working together. You try to help make employees' jobs safer and healthier, and they can, you know, in turn, give you that feedback on how you can do that. 
No, I, I, I agree. You know, as I, I like to say, our lives are forged by many hearts and hands. And, um, you know, if you, you need all hands on deck, you can't have, if you have, let's say, 99 people on the team doing what needs to be done, that one person who decides to be a non-starter or a jogger could spell disaster for everyone. Absolutely. Uh, okay. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to add about uh, keeping on pushing as, as, as we wrap up? Just to say, man, I'm, I'm, as I said earlier, I'm, I'm really excited, looking forward to spending time uh, with, with everyone, you know, sharing and, hey, come with your questions as well. We're going to have a, a Q&A at the end of uh, my, my talk, and I'm, I'm happy to continue the conversation through uh, Q&A. I don't presume to know everything and uh and you know and that it comes it comes back to that 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 p for people teamwork right it's uh it's with their participation that i get smarter and all of us get smarter all of us work walk away from the experience um more knowledgeable uh, because we all participated well uh thank you so much for coming on Devin. i really appreciate it and uh, look forward to seeing you at safety 2022 See you at Safe to 2022, Scott, and the rest of the gang. Absolutely. Join us for Safety 2022 to gain top quality education from leaders in occupational safety and health. Network with thousands of other OSH professionals and learn about the latest product and service innovations in the field. The Safety 2022 Professional Development Conference and Exposition will take place June 27th through the 29th, both online and in person in Chicago, Illinois. Learn more and register at safety.assp.org. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Case for Safety podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You can also connect with us at assp.org and follow us on Twitter at assp safety. We'll see you next time.